my loves, welcome to Unearth Podcast. This is your host, Lexi Coachella. This podcast is crafted around the mind-body-soul connection and integration process. You have divinely entered the realm of spirituality, the afterlife, esoteric topics, occultism, manifesting, psychology, and energy. You will hear storytelling from thought leaders, healers, intuitives, and medical professionals in hopes to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. We have the purest of intentions for the space, and we hope to guide you to your most authentic, highest version of yourself. And on that note, we are so happy you're here. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Unearth Podcast. This is your host, Lexi Coachella, and I have a very special guest today. Um, her name is Saleh. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I love it. It's such a beautiful name. Um, but just a little disclaimer. I'm I am outside, I'm up north. So if you hear little kids screaming or dogs, I do apologize, but we're just flowing with it today. So welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm so glad that I found you and found your podcast. I actually found you because I was researching on Apple podcast, um, new moon and cancer, and I saw your podcast. So um, if you want to just start off with, you know, an introduction of you know, your trajectory, uh, also your big three in astrology, I would love to know, and we can just dive in. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Um, <clears throat> yes. So my name is Saule. I am Lithuanian and American. I've grown up um, between Lithuania and the U.S., and now I live in Mexico, and I work within the quantum realm a lot. I'm a quantum healer, energy healer. I love astrology. It's been something that I've been just, you know, researching for fun, getting deeper and deeper into with just this very like lighthearted, open way of looking at it. Um, but it's something that I feel, you know, called to and resonant with. And my big three are Leo Sun, Scorpio Rising and Scorpio Moon. So Ooh, I love that. <laughs> it's intense up in here. Yeah, I am also a Scorpio rising. I oh, love it. Yeah, yeah, I have a Scorpio stellium as well. So it's very, oh, awesome. it makes sense as to why we're doing what we're doing. I would say, mm -hmm. you know, like just delayering things and asking some questions, yeah. you know. <laughs> How do you Absolutely. like your Scorpio moon? What is that really like? How does that present for you? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of the, the stereotypes about Scorpio moon are generally accurate. <laughs> like the fact that, you know, it is a really intense moon sign to have. Um, but I think once you figure out how to work with it, it can be really powerful. Um, it definitely adds to kind of my psychic connection, my depth, my desire to to go deep with everything and like go deep with people. I really feel like I dive into the shadows of myself without fear at this point. I've gotten into that process. So it's more fluid and 
therefore I'm able to also hold that space for other people and, you know, witness the darkest sides of humanity and be like, Mm. well, you know, like I have this too. So who am I to judge? Right. Um, So there's that like contrast, but also there's that ability to see both sides of like each spectrum, you know, of that light and dark. So it's, it's great. And I always say like, before you begin a practice of healing and guiding, you know, facilitating, you need to understand and experience it yourself. And so can we dive into like the trajectory that you're on? Has there been a catalyst for what you're doing? But first, maybe tell the listeners like what you actually do. And then we can dive into like how you got there. Um, Like I said, like I, you know, I have experience with a lot of grief. And so that's my catalyst is going through that. Um, So really, like if you can think of just a few things and just share your trajectory and the how kismet it is that you've gotten here. Yeah, that's a beautiful question. Um, Absolutely. Like, there's been many, many kind of big catalysts and big moments. I think some of the most significant are, you know, just having the soul contract that I have and entering into this earth plane and experiencing in the first 20 or so years of my life, some very significant, you know, traumatic situations growing up, um, kind of growing up in that type of household, that type of environment, you know, being born with this kind of openness already and, you know, how it is often for people who are, you know, star seeds or light workers, or empaths, you're kind of born into, into this knowing and this awareness that you came here for a purpose. And then as I have been growing and healing my traumas, the more that I started to heal, the more space that I started to create within my body, healing my nervous system, I started with somatic therapy, um, the more it kind of started to trigger these and these big openings just because I had more space and my body wasn't so full of tension, so full of inflammation, so full of this trapped and stored trauma. Um, I think one of the biggest moments that really like kickstarted everything um, really deeply because I was always kind of, you know, in and out of, of spirituality. Even as a kid, I would like meditate and do all this stuff. Um, But when I was 19 years old, and I was in university, and I was actually having a lot of um, struggles with my birth mom. And we were going through a lot of, you know, I was going through a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, feeling like tormented, um, like chased in my dreams, and just like really unsafe. And I did this meditation to connect with my spirit guides. And I remember as in the meditation, as I was crossing this bridge and in the meditation, they were saying like, okay, on the other side of this bridge, your spirit guides, your soul family are waiting for you. And I just felt this like, oh, I just started crying so deeply because I had this visceral feeling and this remembrance that these of these beings that who missed me so much. And what I felt mostly was was how much they had been missing me, how much they had been waiting for me. And as I was crossing over, I just felt this really big reunion energy coming in again. And 
coming, you know, being held by them, coming into contact with them, really connecting with this galactic divine mother frequency, this kind of being of light who told me like, I'm your real mother. This, you know, earth person is just playing this role. Like I'm your divine mother. I created you and feeling all the support of my, my spirit family, my star family, just kind of around me, touching me, holding me and completely re-energizing my return to like the physical plane. And I came back like, it, it, this experience like shifted something it, it awakened it within me and I wrote down all these things in my journal I like so I came out of the meditation and I just channeled like pages and pages of these writings about my soul and like where I came from and I remember reading it and thinking oh this must be science fiction like what what am I making up here like this is this is I don't know and then as as I, you know, was reading back over it and like kind of just processing the experience slowly because what I experienced was so outside of my, you know, normal reality. And I really felt how everything is infinite, how we're constantly reincarnating, how, you know, death is an illusion and our energy is just being recycled. It's just coming back. And so much fear was released from my body and from my system. And then the following events that happened, it was like, I started to research, you know, star seeds. I started to look up like light beings. Cause I wanted to see, like, I wanted to identify what that being was that I saw. Um, and I actually went to my therapist and I was like, so I had this experience and I think I'm like going crazy or something like what's <laughs> going on. And Same. she was, yeah. 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 And then she was like, no, that's, that's real. And she validated it. And she was like, you know, this is, this is a real thing that you saw, like, this is valid. And then from that point on, I started to communicate more with my guides. I remember I would, I was in rehearsals and I would go like find my own space by myself and ask my spirit guides. I'd be like, if you're here, can you give me a kiss on both of my cheeks? And then I, I felt like this, this energy and this kind of just like light little like peck on my cheeks. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is real. Wow. Um, that is beautiful. I have like full body chills right now because oh. I have very similar experiences. Sorry to cut you short, mm. but I just had one yesterday where I could feel like full body, like vibration, tingling, crying of like tears of bliss. And then I had a download from what I thought it was my spirit guide. It, it's a long story, but it was very visceral, like you're explaining. And, mm. and I think a lot of us think, oh my God, I'm going crazy. But no, I yeah. mean, we're just tapping into this higher consciousness that we are also. Like we're all this yeah. one consciousness. And yeah, I'm sorry, but keep going. Oh no, thank <laughs> you for sharing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's another thing with spirit guides. It's like, in a sense, you know, our spirit guides are us. They're they're these higher dimensional, higher like frequency versions of us. And that's kind of where I really started diving into as well in 2020. <clears throat> like when we had the quarantines and everything, I stumbled across this community online called the Soulful Heart Community. And I started taking in their content and watching their videos and they very much work with like parts work, like identifying the different parts of yourself. Like a lot of us are very familiar with the inner child work, 
but it's kind of expands it so much more to, you know, your inner teenager, your inner protector, your inner masculine, your inner feminine, connecting to your multidimensional parts, like your inner reptilian aspect, which a lot of people, you know, now is really important to be doing this work and recognizing because as we're connecting more with the fourth dimensional plane collectively, we have to integrate these parts of ourselves and not be afraid of them and realize that all of us have, you know, these, you know, higher dimensional parts of ourselves as well as lower dimensional and, it kind of just like skyrocketed me into this place of having all these bleed throughs from other lifetimes, like past lives, but they're actually all happening at the same time because yeah. time is an illusion. <laughs> and it, it was a bit overwhelming, to be honest, like being um, it kind of all just started coming in at once. And and I, I called it like maniacal healing because I was like healing every day, like tapping into these big timelines and having all these ascension symptoms and sometimes I would just be like incapacitated like just laid up all day with a headache or some sort of other activation um but this this really intensive healing process that I felt like I was in especially in you know 2020 through continuing now it, it hasn't ended I'm still in the middle of it um it's really given me the space to to recognize all these different aspects of myself recognize the aspects you know that come up when I get triggered when I get triggered by someone out like on the external being able to bring that back inside myself and reflect with it and noticing how that actually shifts my external environment in a really prominent way so things like quantum leaping like portal jumping it's I, I find it to be actually you know a big part of the trauma healing process because when you heal that internal vibration, that that part of you that is vibrating, you know, in a place of fear or lack or scarcity, and you integrate that part within yourself, like you, you don't even have to do so much to change your physical reality. Your your timeline can shift just like that. And you can wake up the next day and everything changes. But it's because you've healed this part of yourself, you no longer have to go and re-experience that same external trigger. So it kind of just, it, it it's an interesting way when people talk about, you know, quantum leaping and quantum jumping, it's, it, it, I don't know, it's just a topic that I, I <laughs> have tapped into a little bit. I love that. I have so many questions running through my mind right now. So I'm going to pick your brain. Mm -hmm. So spirit guides, this will all make sense and coexist with every topic we're talking about, obviously, but spirit guides what if there's a name for a spirit guide that comes up is that because you're saying it's you it's like a different version of you that's guiding you you know your higher self kind of bleeding through this timeline um what do you think about different names or like mm. also how would you give advice to connect with your spirit guides and also quantum leap so that's a really yeah. That's a lot. It's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love I love to answer any anything that comes up that I can offer from my higher self or whoever wants to channel through me. Um <clears throat> yeah, so it's like going back to the the whole concept of parts and the multidimensionality, like the fragmented nature of reality. Like we're experiencing one one reality. We're experiencing this physical reality, but for example, when we dream, we're in a different reality. We're somewhere else. Our 
consciousness is somewhere else. So that's the kind of the same thing going on. It's like, I see it as this nebulous, this vortex, and there's you know things above and things below. And when we, you know, give our parts names, like we connect with these parts of ourselves and we give them names to be able to identify who they are the same way that we connect to a timeline that perhaps is a being existing in the fifth, sixth, seventh dimension or higher, we can also receive their name. We can connect with them. So if you connect to your star family, you know, for example, if you feel very connected to a Syrian, you know, starseed energy and you connect with a Syrian starseed, this is an aspect of yourself. And this is an aspect of yourself that is bridging to you. And I mean, I don't know for sure. Like, I can't say <laughs> anything for sure. Um, but my feeling is like when these names come through of our of our guides, that you know they are their kind of own living, breathing entities in a in a different plane. And when we raise our frequency and our consciousness enough to be able to meet them in the middle, wherever that may be, um, we can create this link of connection and and this exchange because they're exchanging their gifts with us. And we're exchanging, you know, our energy and our experience with them. Our human experience is also extremely valuable to these higher dimensional beings. And for them to connect with us as humans is also like a, a huge honor. And because we chose this density, because this aspect of ourselves chose to live in this 3D timeline, we also, you know, we are seen as very brave. We're very brave for, for being here and very strong to make this decision to be here. So they kind of see us as, you know, this way of this very precious, precious being that they need to protect. This very precious, like, sweet, innocent energy. <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like, when I connected with mine, his name was Nathaniel by the way mm. and his I looked it up and his name is gift of God which is oh. I mean I don't even know Nathaniel I, I don't know where it came from I was scripting like automatic writing and mm. his presence or her like I don't I'm assuming it was a male I don't really know but it just felt like he was a gentle like soft being I can't really describe mm. it it was just more of like a feeling within but then I could feel him when I was like kind of entering back into the realm that we're in, the 3D world. I could feel like that disconnect again. It was so crazy. But yeah, they feel so sweet. Like they feel like yeah. so nurturing and light. Yeah, absolutely. And that also, you know, really brings me to another big topic with like spirit guides, the spirit guide concept. Um, this soulful heart community that I followed um, talks about this aspect of ourselves called our gatekeeper. And this is like a fourth dimensional aspect that, you know, it's a part of our consciousness, but this is the part of our consciousness that witnesses our entire human experience. So they have access to all of our lifetimes. Like they live in this kind of void space and they're here to guide us towards integrating our, all of our human aspects, all of our human lifetimes and traumas and karmic timelines, things like that. And they themselves um, can have their own experience of what it means to witness us. They can have their own, their own, you know, they could feel lonely, they could feel disconnected. And when we connect with this aspect of ourselves, this gatekeeper, which, you know, can kind of be a spirit guide or, you know, just a part of our consciousness that's in a higher place that doesn't have a body. When we connect with them, 
we gain access to all of these doors that can open where we can start to go into these different timelines and we can also become more aware of like when this energy is communicating with us like I after working with my gatekeeper you know consciously for like three years now three or four years I know that when I have a specific headache that my gatekeeper is trying to come through and like give me a message or take me somewhere and it's like you can really start to create this communication with them like when you know their name when you can connect with them like even just asking them questions like journaling being like you know who are you like what do you what is your experience of me how do you feel like what is your experience of my soul and give them also the gift of your human connection because it, yeah. it's like bridging them as well I I absolutely resonate and I love this so much I think like a lot of us are curious too and I think you know a lot of us don't know that there's answers that are waiting for us and there's always this bridge between where we are and that higher consciousness but some of us are you know we don't know that we're that supported and we're afraid to walk mm -hmm. across that bridge and meet that version or multiple versions and our spirit guides so thank you so much for sharing this I know like mm -hmm. I I'm going through this kind of like ego death and I do this a lot where I feel like my throat is closed because I'm afraid to share these specific experiences with spirit guides because I feel very much isolated right it's a very isolating mm. experience because a lot yeah. of people don't understand like I can't just walk up to someone and be like my spirit guide is his name is Nathaniel and someone's gonna be like what are you you know but it's it's this very sacred experience that I think I think more people have and don't share so I honor you and I thank you for sharing and you know making this so normal and you know, just awakening people to this higher consciousness that we're all connected to. So I just wanted to add that, that like, don't be afraid to meet this version, to reach out for questions. You know, if you're listening and you're like, I've always wanted to journal to my spirit guides, this is your sign. Like, go ahead and do it. They want to talk to you. Um, so that leads me to the next question. So I had an astrologer, my astrologer told me that I am positioned, like when I was born, I was smack dab in the middle of two black holes. So wow. something like that, I don't know what it was, but it's like, I obviously wasn't born there, but my birth chart, something shows that. And she said, I'm a part of the galactic center. Is that something you can touch on? And this is a selfish little question here, but like and how do you connect with the galactic like the star seed that you are like how do you know where you came from and what does that even mean for the listeners because we've never really touched on that um before so I know a lot of people are interested in this and yeah where can like people find that and how to connect with that oh yeah I love this question um, thank you so much. And yeah, again, I'm just going to surrender and allow whatever wants to come through because I obviously as a human, I don't have like the answers. I know. But... I'm like, okay, can you tell us everything about life? <laughs> so no pressure. I just I just am interested in like especially in your name, like the star seed. Like I don't know, whatever comes through, no pressure. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. And 
Oh, yeah, this is such a big topic. I'm just going to let whatever wants to channel through. Yeah, so. Hmm. Okay, so this is almost going to, I don't know where this is going to go. We're just going to go with it. Um, so as you know, like, you know, we're born as star seeds, and, you know, there are certain, can be certain indications in your chart that show that. Um, I feel like you know, specific star origins can be reflected in specific astrology placements. Uh, I don't know this. No one else has said this. I don't know if this is for sure. It's just kind of what I felt into. And I do feel like prominent fixed sign placements um, can also be indicative of like Lyran or Syrian origins. Also, your north node can have a lot to do with it. Um, I don't know exactly how, but that's just what I'm feeling. Um, but this starseed aspect of ourselves, it's something that, you know, you feel it, you know it when you're born into it. You, you're born with a purpose. You're born with a specific connection. You know, you can look up at the stars at night and you may feel this sense of longing or desire to return home. This, this sense of like desire for a deeper connection, for a deeper knowing of yourself and the universe, because this is what you came from. And when we're born on earth, we forget everything. We forget who we are. We forget our, you know, our purpose. And it's up to us to reawaken in this lifetime and come home to ourselves in a sense and remember and this is one of the, one of the things that came through when I connected with my spirit guides. It was like you, we had to, we were waiting for you to remember. We we're waiting for you to remember and come back to this. And it for, it's going to be a, a different journey for everyone. You know, maybe it, it isn't always a specific aha moment, but it's this inkling that you have in your soul. And, you know, there's also ways, there's meditations to connect with this starseed essence of yourself to start to open your channel and a lot of this really has to do with your own personal healing process, because as you as you heal your body, and for some people, this is, you know, connecting with nature, connecting with breath work, connecting with meditation, as you heal and make space in your body, you're, you will naturally start to activate. It's actually a, a lot simpler than needing to go up and and look for something outside of yourself, because it's like this code within you. It's a code within your DNA. And when you're, the more that you sink into yourself, the more that you sink into your body, the more that you sink into presence, the more that you will naturally start to awaken to this and connect to this. And you'll be guided to specific resources, you know, maybe specific teachers or meditations or videos, something that will awaken this remembrance in you when you're ready for it. Everything is working in such divine precision, such divine alignment. And everyone has a different timing for when they're ready to awaken to it um, because it is a big, it is a big shift. And a lot of the times for star seeds, it can be very um, tempting to want to go out of body. And I've definitely been there. Like my crown was activated first and then it was like working down to my root last, um, which I'm still working through, but it's like, we Same. have this. Yeah, <laughs> like my my sacral and my root chakra. Yeah, they're just not as activated. So yeah. funny. That's so interesting. And I, and I see that a lot. It's like something that is a very um, parallel kind of experience with people who are starseeds. And, 
you know, there is because a lot of the times because of our soul's choice and our soul's contract, we experience a lot of, you know, traumatic experiences or big lessons in life, you know, grief, you know, trauma, abuse, different things, because we're so capable of transmuting those things because we signed up for a big mission. And then because of that weight of these human experiences, it can be very tempting for us to want to go out of body and to astral project and to connect with our, you know, galactic essence. And that's all there. It's all there. It's all waiting for us. It's all ready to connect with us when we're ready for it. And there are lots of guided meditations um, on YouTube and other places. And I have some on my channel as well that can help you connect with this energy and this essence. But I always, you know, kind of emphasize really it's about this human experience because I, I know for myself, I've gotten so fixated on the starseed like label and, you know, even having it as my name. Now I like, I'm thinking about, does this still really resonate? It's something I really wanted to find myself by because it is one aspect of my human experience. And when you integrate it and, you know, it becomes like, yeah, like I am a starseed and, and it's, it's not something that I have to seek outside of myself. And I think we're we're all in different places in that in that journey, in that process. And as you're beginning and as you're stepping into it, it's so exciting and it's so beautiful. And, and to have these abilities to, because you have these abilities, you we all have these innate, you know, clear audience, clear sentience, whatever your specific gift is. Maybe you have a nature gift, maybe you have an ability to communicate with plants or an ability to hear or listen or communicate with elements or, you know, channel higher frequencies. We all have these, um, these dormant gifts and abilities. And as we do this trauma work, and as we work with, un, it's more like unanchoring ourselves from the lower frequencies, unanchoring ourselves from the density of the fear trauma, then we naturally start to move upward into those higher realms. Interesting. So do you think that we're born at a lower frequency? Or like, are we neutral? Do you know what I mean? Because I know we'll dip mm -hmm. down like when we like I, I think guilt is one of the lowest frequencies. Yeah. But I know like when we're when we come in, I know we don't we have like a sort of amnesia. Yeah. Right? And that's for a reason, because if we came in with our soul contract right here on a piece of paper, what's the point of this experience? Right. Yeah. There's no lessons. There's no karmic cycles that are being broken. There's no ancestral trauma. You know, there's there's a. Uh, there's no I don't know I guess there's no growth and development and transformation and there's no alchemy but how would you explain like the frequency that we're born into if we don't have that sort of higher consciousness even awareness I know not saying like you know maybe zero to eight because that's when we we start to gain a little bit more consciousness but yeah like what's the frequency I never really thought about that before yeah, I I feel like, you know, we are born at a certain place, at a certain resonance. I mean, all babies that are born, like, are pure God presence source energy. Like, if you look at a baby, like, you know, like, this is a pure being that just arrived, <laughs> that is completely clean and, and fresh and open and, and purely tapped in. Um, but it is interesting um, to kind of see how sometimes people, you know, we're born with this, with the, um, this momentum, you know, of frequency that we've been working with, you know, in other lifetimes. So like if you, in other lifetimes, you were a monk and you were praying every day, you're going to be born kind of with that, with that momentum still going. And, 
Um, so it can kind of create this, you know, you're born with the, within this dimensional range of frequency. And I feel like as I, I was born very much kind of already in the fourth dimension and already with that openness. And as a child, I, you know, I saw things and I felt things. And a lot of people have this experience. A lot of people as children, they're very connected to their gifts. They're very connected to presence, to the universe, to everything. And then kind of as we go through life and as, you know, these early childhood things happen, the zero to seven, and we get programmed into the density, we get fed, like I've heard one channeler say like um, rock soup, like you're, you're fed these rocks, like you're fed these ideas of like who you are, how you're supposed to act, what your gender means, like what your culture means, et cetera. And then we get weighed down by these programs and by these you know or experiences traumas things that happen and then the work a lot of the time is for us to go back there and start to unravel release these programs like when we talk about like you know leaving the matrix it's like you're literally unraveling programming you're unraveling codings and these codings don't necessarily even come from your birth family as well they can come from culture from television from implants like energetic implants that occur you know in this early childhood state especially for a lot of star seeds they can even have you know like abduction experiences or repressed abduction experiences and this can create this this whole um layering of fear around you know connecting to the extra extraterrestrials or you know star family star beings and you know it's it's all an experience that that we cho chose ultimately and we chose to rem to forget so that we can remember to leave behind so that we can come home and you know it's it were, it's kind of a spectrum that we're born into but ultimately we are all existing in all of the dimensions at once we are you know existing in the highest range we're all in the 5D we're all in the 5D and above we're in the 12D and it's just um our ability to to connect to that frequency, that like kind of layer of vibration as we go. I don't know right. if that explains it. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. And so for anyone listening, like if you're having a really bad day, right? And your your vibe is very low, your frequency is so low, don't worry. There's a version of you that is high as as fuck. Okay. There's a version yes. of you that is like, I'm thriving. And you just have to remember that there are going to be dips. And mm. but that's like I'm just wondering, like, we can't fully ascend in, in a 3D world. Like, we can't always live in that 12D. You know, I mean, yeah. do you know what I mean? So Absolutely. it's like, how do we integrate that higher version and allow to, us to be human and to be gentle with our emotions? Because we are emotional beings and we we feel so much and we take in so much. So it's like this beautiful balance. And this is probably my Libra energy speaking coming mm. through, but this like balance of how can we be who we are, but also like accept the things we've gone through and also know that there is this higher version of us that is integrated and interwoven and cosmically webbed between every little experience. Um, so that, that just like opened my whole perspective up thank you so much mm, <laughs> I could you. talk about this forever I yeah. I love it it's it's hard to find people to talk to about this like it is yeah. an honor I'm so glad that I like we crossed paths <laughs> oh I'm so grateful as well yeah and 
Yeah, it's it's the joy of this experience as well, because the more that we do talk about it, the more that we find people who resonate with it as well. Um, and yeah, kind of going back to your question as well, this is where a lot of the work of Eckhart Tolle really supports me as well in the process, like the power of now, the power of presence. Um, because I know for me personally, I can get so up in my head, I can get so up in my thoughts, I can get so you know, woven into these ideas and thought forms. And then when I take the moment to actually just be here, be present, be in my body and practice that, it's like all of the noise kind of goes down and we connect to the pure simplicity of all of it, the pure source consciousness. And this is where all of it comes from and this presence we can carry it and we can embody it embody it throughout our day always and this is something that I'm working on because oh my god it's a process um but being able to care carry this awareness with you as you're you know if you're working in your job if you're interacting with people if you're you know cleaning the dishes cleaning your house being able to be embodied in in where you are you know, leaving that space of your mind, leaving the space of your thoughts and and just being here because the emotional work is so is so important. And we all go through processes like I went through a process yesterday and I slept for like five hours in the afternoon and I, I never like nap. It was so uncommon. for me. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's exactly that. Like, you know, we're we're always in a spectrum we're always moving up and down we're always spiraling and that's you know healing is never going to be linear healing is never going to look the same um especially as women as feminine beings like we're constantly shifting we're constantly changing we're constantly evolving like it's not we're not in a linear masculine way of being able to be exactly the same one day to the next and the more that we can just embrace that and flow with that and accept that like okay maybe today I'm a little bit lower energy I'm just going to take it easy on myself and maybe the next day you have more energy and just whenever we are able to tap back into presence and an awareness and step out of the stories and step out of the the programs that our mind creates and our you know emotional body we also can feel our emotional body a lot more in that state of presence we can allow the emotions to process through ourselves. We can breathe into them. We can feel because our, our bodies hold all the information. And when we're actually present in our bodies, our body is like, oh, my God, there's awareness. There's consciousness here. I'm going to bring up this emotion so that we can transmute it. Um, and then, you know, it's it can be very, very simplified because all of this can get so complicated thinking about oh my god my past life here and this part here and the aliens and you know everything and I also have to you know like wash my dishes and be a human and like go to work um but we can yeah. integrate all of it <laughs> and bring it all all into our heart space and our presence and every moment and then absolutely. we're yeah absolutely and and we're influencing the world with our frequency as well and it's it's funny because when we when our frequency changes, our external reality always reflects that almost immediately. So we just maintaining that consistency in that, which is something that I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all are. It's like a everlasting thing. But yeah. that just like reminded me also that manifesting, you know, it's such a mainstream term now, but it's it's actually very 
you know, people make it harder than it seems. And if you just kind of mm. shift your presence and shift your energy, you can feel it. Like, I will dance when I'm feeling low vibes. I'm dancing because that is or I'm singing. And that's what makes me feel higher vibration. And then you're you can change within seconds right you can shift your energy from low to high and essentially you're inviting whatever you're desiring on a soul level you're manifesting or even thinking about that's entering your field because you're Mm -hmm. you're shifting so quickly so whenever someone's like oh my god I'm trying to manifest this like two-year mark it's gonna come in two years I'm Mm -hmm. like it can come in your field a lot sooner because you're not putting you're opening up this little envelope of opportunities because you're shifting because you are aware of your emotions and you're being more present and it's Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like once you once it clicks like there's no going back you know (laughs) yeah that, that totally resonates and like I I always um you know, remind myself and others that, you know, every moment of life is a manifestation. We're constantly manifesting. Whether we're aware of it or not, the law of attraction is constantly working through us. And, you know, also this, this you know, being in a low vibe state is like when we hold that with compassion as well. And when, you know, because I think a lot of the times in like the mainstream manifesting concept, people can you know, sometimes get caught in believing, oh, I have to be happy all the time. I have to be positive all the time. I have to constantly be forcing myself into a high frequency. But it's like, it's not really natural for us to to be forcing ourselves into any way of being. So when we can flow with that way of being, like you said, like dancing, like moving the energy, feeling the energy, allowing the energy to transmute through you. And there's so many different practices that, that you know, can resonate. Like, you know, for me, I love mantras like singing mantras really helps me um and exactly it's like when you when you're shifting your frequency you're naturally manifesting and the things that manifest easiest are the things that are most in alignment with your heart and your soul and your higher self and so it's it's less about kind of you know controlling being like oh I want to live in this type of house and have drive this kind of car but also surrendering into, you know, what does my higher self want to create through me? What does spirit want to manifest through me? Less resistance. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like a lot of the magic comes right after a very low vibe awareness. Mm -hmm. And then you're shifting and transmuting that into something, you know, beautiful or, you know, pain into purpose, pain into poetry, pain into passion. Um, and that's when that magic is sparked and it's, it's that sweet spot between, I always say this, like between therapy, when I would do grieving sessions and I would be crying and then I would be like, okay, how can I transmute this intuitively? I would journal and dance and like move through it naturally. And that's where that transmission comes through. It's beautiful. So, I mean, if you're stuck, there's a jet ski in front of me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you can hear this, I can't oh hear it. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a constant reminder that we don't always have to stay in this this vibration. Um, but it's also a reminder that we're not supposed to always stay in this crazy high place because we are fluctuating between realms and dimensions, and it's just how to. Yeah, like how to integrate that and coexist with all the versions of yourself. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I love that. It's like very scorpionic energy as yeah. well. <laughs> that's, that's the medicine of Scorpio is like yeah. transmutation. And the, the thing is like a lot of the times that I've noticed that the suffering is present when we're not willing to sit with what's coming up. Mm. Um, the suffering happens when we try to push it down, when we try to ignore it. That's when you can start to go into places of like numbness or depression. And when you actually allow that that grief to be there and allow yourself to dive into the depths of it, you know, feel the sensations of the emotions, feel the textures of it, you know, cry, transmute, scream, release, whatever mm -hmm. you need to do, play the drum. That's something yeah. that, I, that I love to do. And there is that really sweet spot. It's like that feeling after you've you've cried everything out and you've surrendered fully and, you know, I've had so many moments like that where I've been in life situations or, you know, any type of situation where I just surrender everything. I just cry and I say, you know what, like, God, like, please take over for me. Like, I surrender to you. I surrender to whatever is going to happen. Um, and and you completely let go. And that's when that's like the miracle space. That's when, you know, miracles can come in where immediate answers, immediate manifestations because when when we are holding and we're contracting and we're like, oh, I'm not going to feel this. Like, I don't want to feel this. This is too scary. But when we when we let ourselves go into that place and, and we connect with, you know, that part of the aspect of ourselves that's hurting and we really hold them and we bring them into our heart and we bring them into divine connection, um, that's when we can witness these kinds of transformations and naturally as as we allow in more high frequency as we're being beamed with high frequencies because that's what's happening collectively no matter who or where you are the earth is receiving all of these higher frequency you know energy rays and we've seen it with like the schumann resonance spiking yeah. the codes coming through so we're all being activated and then as you naturally are allowing in more light it's going to push up more of the darkness to be felt mm. because it's coming up so that it can be reintegrated and it's it's kind of like this needle that goes like up and down because as you let in more light you have to you you more of it comes up to to transmute mm. back into the light that makes so much sense Wow, that I studied the Schumann, like I I watch it actually, but um, mm. so interesting. And like, there's a lot of symptoms when it does spike and it goes up and yeah. down. And yeah, I I recently saw the Northern Lights up here, oh, and so I know it's not the same, but it is a frequency. I mean, I saw yeah. how the aurora is you know started and created, and I mean, just seeing like standing beneath this wonder and this energy you could hear it it was the most divine wow. like I felt not alone for like the first time in my like I felt like I was with the cosmic realm just laying underneath but between like it was dancing above me it was it was crazy oh, and it was a reminder so that we are absorbing so much of these frequencies yeah. Um, and we have to let them in and let them, you know, let that darkness out for more to come in. I always think of that healing as like a potted plant with weeds. You can't plant new flowers if you have all these roots and weeds and just really bad soil in this pot. You have to pull it out in order to plant new. And that's, yeah, that's what I like live by. So 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That definitely resonates a lot. Yeah. And, oh, it sounds such like such a beautiful experience. Yeah, it was like. I'll send you some photos. It was it was so random too because I was like studying what months you can see it, and I was doing some work on my laptop and I looked up and I saw the Northern Lights. It was and people mm. chased them for years and yeah. it was so kismet and random, just like full tears, just of gratitude pouring down. Mm. And my boyfriend's like in the car, just like on his phone. He like didn't care, and I was like in the <laughs> middle of a field. I'm like this is the best thing I've ever seen. Like it was magical. I wish everyone, I hope everyone can see them one day. Um, But yeah, I mean, that just kind of goes hand in hand with the Schumann. Like there's just a lot of energy that we're absorbing and it's beautiful. It's beautiful that we're here. It's beautiful that we can extend our consciousness from this earth. And yeah, we're lucky, but also it is like an earth school, which is hard. (laughs) like we're very lucky but it's also (laughs) very dense so oh it's it's a rough time (laughs) yeah no it's it's really fascinating and and I just want to say as well to everyone listening as well um the fact that we all chose to be here right now is super brave and super awesome and not like the the not just any soul is on earth right now like there's so many So many souls have been waiting, have been, Mm -hmm. you know, excited and tensioning to come to Earth because of the completely unique experience that we have here and the beauty that we have here as well. You know, these natural beauties like the northern lights, just being in nature, connecting with nature, even being in the city, like you can see so many little just magical moments when you open up your heart to it like the other day I was walking down the street and and I was just doing my gratitude practice and intentionalizing to you know align my thoughts to a more positive place and I looked up and I I just saw this like little strip of clouds that was like a rainbow like this little tiny like personal rainbow and I was like what like I'd never seen anything like that before and I looked up at the sun and the sun had these like rings of like rainbow light around it. And I was just like, whoa, like this is so random. And but it, it's all it's all connected. And we're we're all creating this as we go. And, mm-hmm. you know, we we are our our greatest teacher. We are our, you know, inner guru, our inner divine presence always. And, you know, remembering that and we orchestrate these beautiful synchronicities for ourselves through our, you know, spirit guides who we we perceive as separate from ourselves, but are not separate. And from, you know, all of earth that we are and connected with. Yes, I love that. That's awesome. That reminds me of Alan Watts's quote. You I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but you came here, you're shining the sun, you're doing all of this without ever being told how to do so. Mm. And yeah, that just makes you feel like, yeah, like I am doing this. Like I I wasn't just born here and given instructions, like how to live my yeah. life, how to find my soul's journey and purpose. And, you know, there's, there's things that we're doing without really knowing how to do it, you know, with a, with a book. And, um, yeah. So for anyone listening, just give yourself some grace again, like go slow and just be very intentional and yeah, be gentle with yourself because you're doing, everyone's doing great. Yeah. Oh my (laughs) God. Yeah. I love it. Well, we are almost at an hour, I think. 
Oh, wow. It went by so fast. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I don't want to take too much of your time, but I am so grateful again that we met and crossed paths. Aww. And I'm definitely going to ask you to come back on. Um, yeah. I feel like we could talk for hours. So this <laughs> is so fun. Um, where can people oh, find you? And so like, funny. what do you offer um, beyond the wisdom that you shared? And do you have any, like, do you have a website? Yeah, thank you so much as well. It's such an honor to to be here and to connect and to share always. Um, and yeah, you can find me on my website, www.sauleilonavaida.com. It's a little bit tricky to spell, but you can also find me on Instagram at Saule the Starseed, S-A-U-L-E, the Starseed. And I offer one-to-one quantum healing sessions. So kind of what I was talking about, you know, the quantum parts work, connecting to these spirit guides, these gatekeepers, your your inner protectors, getting to know this inner universe that we all carry and being able to consciously work with it and integrate it. I also offer, you know, energy healing, light language activations, Reiki healings, channeled readings. And I have my podcast, the Starseed Network podcast, where I talk all about these topics and more and interview beautiful people. Um, and also ask you to interview at some point. <laughs> Thank you. Have you on. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So Great. yeah, absolutely. And I have TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. So let's connect. Perfect. Yeah. And I'll put all your information below so that they can easily find you and they don't have to spell your name wrong like it'll just be right there <laughs> your name is so beautiful i i love it so much Thank you. like it's so pretty Thank you. um you're welcome well is there any last words or just message that you want to give to the audience before mm -hmm. we wrap this up yeah let me see if there's anything that wants to come through yeah i think yeah, just remembering that that you're not alone. Remembering that you're very, very, very divinely supported and you're perfect. Like everything that you're doing is perfect. You're exactly where you need to be right now. Everything is working out is exactly as it's meant to. And whenever you want to connect to your home, to your home frequency, to your home resonance, it can be just as simple as, you know, putting your hand on your heart breathing into your heart, tuning into your heart, remembering that your core essence is is God, is perfection, is pure life and pure love itself. And just tapping back into that place, it's always, it's always available for you. And yeah. Beautiful. And so it is. <laughs> Thank and you so, so <laughs> yes. Thank you so much again. It was an honor. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Um, if you guys are interested, connect with Saleh. And if you have any questions or you're interested in her work, again, I'll put all her information in the show notes. And yeah, we'll chat soon. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> Just in the minutes I'm